I just want to speak to you from my heart, sister to sister, sister to brother, you who is in despair and might just at this time be feeling utter hopelessness, looking at all the promises you know that God has made to you. You might even be looking through your jotter or your journal, wherever it is you documented the things that God said. And remember how excited you were when God spoke these things to you months ago, years ago. And now you're just looking at them and shaking your head and asking yourself, what happened? Did God forget me? Did I not hear God right? Am I, am I, not, God's, am I not God's child? Am I a stepchild? Doesn't God love me? Isn't he thinking about me? I just want to encourage you right now and remind you that God has not forgotten you. And it's easy for us to look around us, look ahead of us, look behind us and find that absolutely nothing is making sense and be tempted to distrust, be tempted to be bitter, be tempted to be angry, be tempted to be envious, especially when it seems as if everyone else around you just has one testimony or another of progress. God is doing something in this person's life. God has done something in this person's life. God is currently doing something else in this other person's life. And everyone seems to be running or flying or at least walking. But the best you find yourself doing is crawling, if not altogether stagnant. It is easy to become embittered and angry at God and even be tempted to give him the silent treatment. Since God doesn't answer prayers anymore, I'm not going to pray. I've been praying for years now, I've been praying for months now, nothing has changed. How do I know that there is a God? How do I know that He's listening to me? You know, all these all these doubtful thoughts are just creeping into your mind and you are suffocated with sadness and bitterness. Sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you ask yourself, What am I doing? What is happening with me? Am I cursed? Is this is this a is this a generational problem? Is this is this from my father's family? I know how that can be. I'm speaking this way because I know how that can be. I know how it can be to to feel so frustrated with not moving. There's nothing as frustrating as stagnancy. There's nothing as frustrating as feeling helpless. And you know that you cannot take any step. Because doing so will be walking in disobedience. You know that you cannot try to, to, to manipulate your way out of whatever the situation is. Because you know better. I just want to encourage you in your waiting. Be patient. Jeremiah 29.11 says that God has plans for you. He has great plans for your welfare great plans for your peace not for your destruction but plans to give you an expected end i want you to remember this on the on the days when you feel despair on the days when you just feel choked with 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 sadness and feelings of loneliness god what is happening with me why is my case different do i need a do i do i need a special deliverance session to 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 sort out whatever this is why do I seem to not be making any progress? I'm trying to do this the right way. I'm trying to do this your way, but it just seems as if you've, you've, just, you've just held me ransom at a particular point. Wait. Be patient. Not every case of, of, of waiting or stagnancy, as you call it, is a, demonic, is, is, a, is a demonic work 
or something perpetrated by, by demons. Sometimes God is intentionally keeping you where he wants you to be so that he can rot what he wants to rot through you so that you can be prepared to receive what he wants to give you and i'm not just saying this because it sounds intelligent or just because i want to say something i'm saying this because it's the truth and this is what god has placed in my heart right now to just tell you don't try to manipulate your way out of any out of any season that god currently has you in because like i always say even if you try to to use some devious means or some cunning means to to get yourself out of this season you will still meet it ahead there's no there's no skipping classes in the spirit whatever lesson you didn't learn in this season is still waiting for you ahead and you've just increased your waiting time so rather than making things more difficult for you how about you are just patient the word of god says that you should let patience have its full work let perseverance have its full work in you so that you might be perfect and complete lacking nothing so that you might be perfect and complete lacking nothing this season will soon be over depending on how willing you are or depending on how willing you are to cooperate with God depending on how willing you are to walk with him through this season in this season I want you to be patient. I want you to be obedient. If God is stripping you of everything, ask him, Lord, do you want more? Is this all you want to take? Is there more that I can give you? Teach yourself how to rejoice, even in this, in this place where it doesn't make sense. Teach yourself to dance upon the, whatever disappointments that you are facing. I know that it's painful. I have been there. I'm currently going through certain seasons myself. And sometimes when I feel when I feel sad, when I feel weary, I cry. But after crying, I clean my tears. You know why? Because I know that God is my father. And I know that as long as as he still sits on that throne, I will be okay. My Bible tells me that he has me he he has engraved me on the palm of my hand on the palm of his hands he has engraved you on the palm of his hands he has the hairs on your head counted a god that is that intentional about you cannot leave the important matters of your life to chance a god that is that intentional about you cannot leave the important matters of your life to coincidence god is working behind the scenes and sometimes we just let ourselves be carried away by all this pressure from man's time frame you know man says you should do this at this time as far as the world is concerned if you are not this at this age if you've not gotten this at this age you are a failure or you've not done well and because of all this pressure our our, our spirits cannot see what god is doing because truth is that sometimes before it, it crystallizes materially we have to first see it with the eyes of our spirit we have to first see it with our heart so that we can rejoice in advance and it is in that joy that those things that we've seen in the spirit, those things that we've seen with the eyes of our heart begin to crystallize into material form. But most times because of all the pressure that we put ourselves through, feeding, you know, just absorbing everything that man is telling us, hook, line and sinker, absorbing everything, everything that man is telling, absorbing everything that the world is saying to us, absorbing everything that, that the world is teaching us to be or is telling us that we should be. Because we are taking all of these things in, we are so full of noise. We don't know how to rest. 
we don't know how to just rest in God how to just be be quiet and be at peace knowing that he's on the situation and that he's causing lines to fall in pleasant places sometimes we confess these things and think that we believe them but our distrust our doubt and our fear and worry even after confessing these things are proof that we do not believe what we are saying you confess that lines are falling for you in pleasant places and two minutes later you 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 you, you are worrying again five seconds later you are saying god please don't disgrace me it means that you don't believe what you just said and it will not be tangible until it, 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 it moves from just being head knowledge to becoming something that you know in your heart. I know that my Redeemer lives. As far as world standard was concerned, as far as, as, far as science or, or medical dictations was concerned, Abraham's body was dead, good for nothing. There was no way he or his wife at, 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 at that age that they were at could produce. There was no way. There was no way. They got to the point where they could safely say that they had gotten to the end of their rope. Literally. There was nothing man could do. Anything that was going to happen after that time was, not, was to be nothing short of a miracle. And there are so many people right now like Abraham and Sarah who are saying, I've gotten to the end of my rope. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know I don't know what the direction is from here. I don't even know what God wants to do with me. Nothing is making sense right now. And God is saying, right there where you are is where I'm going to meet you. Because God begins where man ends. God begins where man ends. At that place where you are at the end of your rope, saying, I don't know what direction to go from here. God says exactly, that is where I need you to be. In a place of total dependency on me. In, in a place where it is, it is either me or nothing. Your entire dependence is on me. You, are not, you don't have any plan B or plan C. You don't have any alternate options. Like the three Hebrew children, you know that God will save you. And even if he doesn't, you are not going to bow to any, to any, any man-made God. You're not going to bow to any dubious source. You know that your Redeemer lives. Every promise that God has spoken to you, I just want to remind you that he has not forgotten. He has not forgotten. God doesn't speak because he wants to speak. He doesn't speak because he has to say something. Before he makes a promise, he checks himself to see if he is capable of fulfilling that which he has spoken. And for the fact that his word concerning you has not changed. His word to you is still that he has plans for your peace and not for your welfare. You have to believe that God is capable of bringing it to pass. I don't care how, how dilapidated the, the situation might be right now. There is something that I've seen about God that 
inspires one of the names that I call him. I call him the God of 11.59 p.m. Because just when we think that all hope, all hope is lost, he steps in. <laughs> he steps in like the Superman that he is. And he saves the day. At the very nick of time. When all hope is literally lost. And you think you, you can't go lower than this. This is, this is the very end. He steps in and carries you. And he reminds you of his word in Matthew. Did I not say that I would be with you? Even till the end of the age. The same God that has given you his son and given you his spirit. How much more will he not give you? What else will he not give you? He has literally given all of himself. What more can he withhold from you? What else do you think is too big? I don't want you to think that God is punishing you. I don't want you to, to think that God doesn't love you. Or that there's, there's, a, there's something you did in the past that he still has not forgiven you for. He's not that type of God. When he forgives, he forgives and forgets. God has, God has you where he wants you. And as long as you are cooperating with him in this season that you are in. Let me tell you, the length of your season depends upon your obedience. The, the length of your season depends on your cooperation. He's a father. He's your father. He doesn't like seeing his children suffer. But sometimes he takes us through these trying moments, like the, like the scripture I quoted earlier says, so that we may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So best believe that God wants this season to be over. God wants this trying period to be over even faster than you want it to. But there's a bigger picture. That you might be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Because more than, more than making your flesh feel good, more than, make, more than you know, making your flesh prosper God wants your soul to prosper the Bible says in one of the letters of John 3rd John that I, I hope above all things that you, you may prosper and be in health just as thy soul prospereth the proportion to which I want you to prosper materially, you know, in terms of material things and even health-wise is to the degree that your soul is prospering. So if your soul is prospering at 70%, then prosper in health at 70%. Prosper materially at 70%. Let it all be equal. And if there's anything that should be prospering more than the other, let it be your soul. Let it not be that your, 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 your body, your bank account or whatever other material thing is prospering more than your soul is prospering. I want everything to prosper on the same plane. But if there should even be something prospering more than the other things, let it be your soul. So sometimes we find that God, God puts our, our flesh through these trying times to subdue it because he's more interested in the prosperity of your soul than in the comfort of your flesh be patient be patient god is intentional i'm telling you this is this is someone who has numbered the hairs on your head 
God is intentional. So wait for him like he waited for you. Whilst you were walking in disobedience, stubbornness, you were an enemy of God, doing your own thing, you know, living in sin, not caring what anybody thought, not caring about your soul. God waited patiently for you until you came to him. So wait for him like he waited for you. And enjoy him even in this waiting. Because it's not just enough to wait. You have to wait well. God has checked himself. He's capable of doing all that he has promised. But will you stand firm? Will you still be deeply rooted? Will you not allow yourself to be overtaken by anger and bitterness? Even when it doesn't seem like anything is moving. I tell you, this is how the boys are separated from the men. This is how the boys are separated from the men. Wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. And watch him spawn gold out of whatever hardship you are going through right now. I just pray for you. Whoever you are, that you receive the strength to wait. That you receive the strength to participate in, in this season that God has you in. The Bible says that you should not be weary in doing good. Because in due season you will reap if you do not faint. So that means that there is a due season. And it may come and meet you at the point where you have already fainted. May that not be your story. May that not be your story. May you receive the strength to wait. May you receive the strength to be patient, to cooperate with God even in this season that he has you in. May you receive grace to wait well, to wait well, to learn the lessons that you need to learn in this season that God has you in so that you will not have to retake this spiritual class. May whatever season that you are going through right now turn out to be a testimony that will affect the world. That will affect the world. God bless you. God bless you so tremendously. And may your cup overflow.